I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome back to Canto by Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend, Emily Lind. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I am doing okay. I'm a little tired, but not slapping well the past couple of days, but such is life. How are you doing? How have you been? I've been okay. Been battling a cold, mm. and uh, that's fun, except for all the the negative COVID tests that are in my trash now. I always feel bad because, you know, when you get sick and you're like, okay, it's either COVID or not COVID. And then it's like, okay, I got to take a test. And then like you take a test one day, the one day turns into five. And then you have like two boxes of uh, taken negative COVID tests. But I mean, at least I don't have COVID. That's true. I took one the other day because I woke up like coughing a little bit in the middle of the night and it went away so it might have just been like i needed to run my air purifier or something but i I still need to schedule my um omicron booster and i should go ahead and schedule my flu shot as well i know i'm an animal i do both at once yeah that's what i did for last time and then i regretted it in terms of both of my arms hurt so much. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of arm pain for me or like a lot of symptoms, but I feel like my immune system's just been like shit like the past like six months. Like I feel like I've I've just been more like susceptible for like just like more common. I've had like more colds this year than I've had in the last five years. And I think that's probably because like, you know, we're kind of going back to like normalcy a little bit and my body's just like, ah, too much. So that's probably why. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm still wearing my mask on the train and everything. I'm not doing it so much in stores, but I should probably go back to doing that as we go into cold and flu season. Yeah, cold flu flu season and fall with you know all the pumpkins and the candy corn and you know it's almost October so we gotta get all that shit out Emily I already have all the Halloween stuff up I got some some cute little decorative pumpkins and uh, the Halloween welcome mat with Mickey Mouse on it to celebrate my soon Disney cruise that I'm going on nice I have I got a couple little pumpkins from the Trader Joe's and I oh. have um, the little Halloween droids that the Disney store had. Like there's a little Dracula looking droid. And there's some, there's like a candy corn droid. I got him. I'll take that out with the witch droid I got last year. And then hopefully the um, the Black Series figures will be going for sale soon. Because I want that werewolfy. Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Did you purchase that candy corn butt plug? I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> just curious. No, it's just not. That's I. I was amused, but they're just not my thing. 
Yeah, because now I think of candy corn. I think of that candy corn butt plug. Yeah. No, it was cute. They make all sorts of cute looking butt plugs. I just am not like into them. Which is probably good because I don't need another thing to collect. Maybe. Well, I mean, if you did collect them, I think they'd look nice next to your Tarkins. <laughs> yeah, I'd have them right out here on my on my podcasting desk. I could go right between the Tarkin collection and the Krennic collection. Here we go. I did order a new hot toy, though, because they finally released the Cobb Vanth one that they announced over a year ago. <laughs> and well, because when they first announced it, they just had the helmet. They didn't have the like the face sculpt. And so I'm like, OK, I'm potentially very interested in this, but I got to see how the face looks because Timmy Oliphant is a very, very handsome man and they don't always do well with very, very handsome people which is, I think, why we still don't have an Oscar Isaac one. But <laughs> they put it up for pre-sale the other day. The mold looks really good. Like, it looks like him. And I had enough sideshow points that I didn't have to spend any actual money on it. Now, granted, it doesn't come out until... I think the current release date is July through December of next year, which is a slightly wider than I like my pre-order release dates to be but whatever how long did it take mendo to get to you oh mendo got delayed like a couple of times so i think i maybe like two maybe a year and a half two years it was a while well i don't think that timmy is gonna come as late as mendo did but you never know I mean, it's been bad. Like, there's been an Ahsoka that just got delayed again that was supposed to come out, I think, two years ago, something like that. Or maybe it was put on sale two years ago and it's only been delayed by one year. But I saw Hmm. Corey uh, was unhappy about that. Oh, Corey. Our Clone Wars boy. All grown up and not in the Clone Wars anymore. Time flies, you know? That it does. It's almost October. God, I know. These past, like, couple months have just been going by so fast. I think just since, like, celebration and summer, we're going to, you know, do a couple blinks and, you know, we're going to be in person again in London. It's crazy. I really got to, like, buckle down and get my planning done. I know. I still need to purchase my flights because I want to gamble and see if I can get for two people... Um, lower than $1,200 for round trip total for two people. I'm hoping I can do it, um, but we'll see. Because if it's, if it's still around Christmas time and I still don't have them, I'm going to have to yeah. suck it up and purchase. Because, I mean, I need to get to London somehow. <laughs> it's and true. Flying is probably the best way to do that. I know, or I can just hop on a cruise boat and be like, take me to London, and hopefully it'll take me. Uh, hopefully you have a good amount of time off of work, but... Yeah, we'll see. They like me, I think. But, um, yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta, like, firm up the dates that I'm going, and so then I need to, like, talk to the guy and be like, hey, is it okay if I fly into Scotland at this date? And then we can work out shit from there. I'm very yeah. excited. I cannot wait to go to Scotland. I think I'm more excited for um, my separate vacations versus like being in a convention in London for like four days. But yeah. I'm excited to see everyone. Like I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to see, you know, our our scruffies, you know, our Aussies that'll be there and everyone else who's going to go. I'm so excited for that. But everything else, I'm like, I don't give a shit about Star Wars. If I don't get to any of the panels, I know I'm saying this now, but I know oh, like yeah, a couple you months from now. absolutely will care. I know. Because you're but an insane I, person. I am insane. But then I'll I'll be like Matt Mole and like find my way into the panels. <laughs> it's just this one is much. I mean, obviously, like the last one for you was California where you live and Chicago before that, where I've been plenty of times. So this is like a, this is much more of an actual trip. I mean, even just putting aside the fact that you're going to another country, but also it's like, there's so much more, I'm much more 
like thinking of it as a vacation rather than the convention. Yeah, that, that is an interesting thought that, yeah, it's more of a vacation to me than a convention because Chicago was kind of like that too, but we didn't really do a lot in Chicago and I was really fucking nervous and weird and insecure yeah, and all like, those, yeah. you know. We were meeting like 75% of the people I was meeting, I was meeting for the first time. Yeah. And then like, I always get drunk and I always go up to Haas and tell him how much I love him. And it just gets <laughs> weird, you know, it, it just gets weird. Like after like a while, like he, he, he's going to want to get a restraining order against me or something. Cause then like, then I end up going on Instagram and seeing raccoon videos and tagging him in them. And then like realizing that he follows the accounts. <laughs> he follows all the raccoon accounts. <laughs> oh, I just put something in the mail for him today. I love Haas. Oh, he's so great. nice. I know. He's so good. I love him and his armadillo friend. I know. I I hope that we see or hear from Ian the armadillo again soon because he can't just make like a one on like just one appearance. Like, yeah. Just a little one night armadillo fling. I don't want this to be a one night stand because I think that Haas deserves more than a one night stand. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Emily, I want to talk to you about hexes because I, 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 I heard a rumor that you, you know, a couple, like a long time ago, like put a hex on the scruffy or not the scruffy boys, just one of the scruffy boys. Uh-huh. And I want to talk to you about like the string of like unfortunate events that have happened to me since, um, um, I would say Sunday. Okay. So let let me it's tell only you. Two days so ago. Sun- yeah. Okay. So Sunday, you know, I'm getting all ready because I have you know my family photo shoot. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It, it's just family pictures. I, I like to say photo shoot because it makes me feel like I'm a celebrity. So right as I'm finished getting ready, um, we get a text message that um, there was a cancellation. There was like a family emergency or something. So um, they had to cancel. So here I am, you know, all ready to go to this non-existent photo shoot. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I'm hungry. So uh, that's okay. I'm going to go order some Subway. And I have to run some errands at the grocery store. So I go to the grocery store first and I go to Subway and the subway is closed. After I uh, submitted my payment and everything to go pick up my sandwich, um, they decided to close the store before I could go pick up the sandwich. And um, that's not Subway's fault. I mean, that's probably more my fault than anything because I didn't know that the store closed at 5. I, th- I thought that the store closed at 6 because that's what the app told me. So um, I got to the door and it was locked and I was really sad because I really wanted that sandwich. But thank God we got a rotisserie chicken at Smart and Final. So we ate that for dinner. And then Monday comes along and I wake up with a cold and I'm like, oh, fine, I'm sick. And then um, I'm at work and I grab I grab something in the fridge and my Apple Watch decides to break. Oh, that's an expensive break. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've had her for like five years almost. I, I, I got that watch like right after Carlos and I started dating. So she's like around like five years old. She's old. So it was a long time coming. And I I think that was the end of, you know, my my hex, like where it's ended so far. Because, I mean, today nothing's happened. I mean, it was nice, though, because I got home from work yesterday. And Carlos is like, I got you a new watch. You needed a watch, so I got you a new watch. I'm like, oh, thanks. So... My nice new little watch is, is here charging. So maybe that was like the the hex being undone was Carlos's good deed. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty sweet gift. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm and not assuming. I'm just going to say I'm not I'm not taking the blame for everything bad that happens to everybody that I know. <laughs> I'm going to I just want I'm putting a stop to that right now. 
I mean, it's not your fault. I just want to communicate this with you because, I mean, like, we're friends. So, you know, hey, this weird thing happened to me. Mm-hmm. And then also this weird thing happened to Kev when, you know, the artist he was so excited to see, like, cancel last minute. And I just think of, like, last minute cancellations and I think Hex. Okay. Remember when you flooded my apartment? <laughs> that was also a Hex. That maybe you did. <laughs> You flooded your no, like that was horrible. That I literally the night before I texted you being like, "Oh, I hope it, I hope everything's okay." No, it's Kev, not. Kev, Kev's idea was that it was the queen cursing me for how much I had been making fun of her death. <laughs> you know th- that is a possibility because like I've been enjoying a lot of those memes too. So maybe it's the queen, you know, the, the clouds are coming out. We see her like giving us the middle finger. <laughs> I've been rewatching the crown. Fuck. I'd forgotten how good it was. It's so I know good. those first two seasons are so good. Oh my God. I just, um, I was on the episode where, uh, she finds out how much of a fucking Nazi uh, Uncle David was and then like I was thinking about it like all that next day so that night I rewatched that scene again when Tommy uh, Lassels is explaining it all to her because it's just so well done don't you hate when your favorite uncle is a fucking Nazi <laughs> fuck what a good episode that was yeah, and you know, that was her favorite uncle, too. You know, like, she she loved that uncle so much. But, you know, as we both know, you know, some other characters and some other shows love their uncles more than Queen Elizabeth, who loved Uncle David. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Dude, I cannot wait for them to get back together. As sad as I was that Lena died, and especially that the way that she went, um, I'm really eager to see how well the chemistry is between, um, it was Emma D'Arcy, right? Yeah. Or, oh yeah, Emma and Matt. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And holy fuck, she's like, I've always, I've liked the character, but she is such a badass in this episode. I mean, the fact that she gives birth and then immediately is up on her feet walking around as like a fuck you to the queen who is being a total fucking bitch. It made me like I just immediately fell in love with her. Two things that I loved about that scene. One was when she's getting ready to go and then the afterbirth is coming and she just does it. And then she just moves on, gets yeah. clothed. I could, Amazing. I could have done without the sound effects. Like, there's all this, like, like squishy, squelching, wet, disgusting sounds that I did not enjoy hearing. I love the sound of wet placentas Ugh. at midnight. <laughs> I love me some wet placentas. You know that some people actually eat their placentas yeah, it's after giving birth? Fucking, I don't. It's gross. They always, people say that, you know, it's like nutrients or yada, 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 or some people like put it into pills or something like, man, if if you want to be a cannibal, just like fucking say you want to be a cannibal. Like if you want to eat your insides, go ahead. Every time I think about it, I think there's this. So um, uh, what's his name? It's Adam Kay who wrote, he uh, was a doctor and then he quit and they like, they'd recently like made a TV show about it and stuff, but he's written a couple books about it. And he, he wrote this story describing this fact that. One time when he was a junior doctor, like he was help, like doing a childbirth and the woman had said she wanted to eat the placenta and he's like, he was trying to discourage her, blah, 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 blah. And this was before the placenta had come out. And he goes to do something after the baby's born and he turns around and she she's like, had obviously like taken something out of the tray and was biting it. And is like, and was like, and she's like, said something to him about like eating the placenta, and he just looks at her and goes, "Yeah, the placenta hasn't come out yet. That's a blood clot." <laughs> and I, I just like, it almost made me throw up. 
the fact that you don't know that you get so excited you think that oh it's my placenta i'm gonna eat it and like not know like the process of birth like before you give birth because it's like you give birth to the child great the baby's here but what the fuck was that baby inside of i don't know so then that comes out and it's like that's crazy that she was eating her own blood clot eat just eat oh just i mean vile but i don't know man like if if you ate your own placenta like you know good for you like how did you cook it you cook it like a steak did you put it in pills and take it every day like i honestly i'm curious like you know like if someone told me that you know eating placenta like does this or this or this like okay like i don't know like would i eat my own placenta like i'm not like against it like if if it was like more of a common thing absolutely against it i'm not against other people doing it i mean i think it's like whatever do what you want to do but fuck no I don't know. Like, if it actually, like, had actual health benefits. Yeah, but that's, like, I, yeah, there's lots of things I do if they had health benefits, but they don't, so I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what I taste like, you know? Just cut a little slice out of your arm. That's different. Like, you know how you get, you eat a chicken. Not every part of the chicken tastes the same. Yeah. That's my placenta. I don't need to know what that tastes like. Well, I want to know now. Okay, do you want to know what your liver tastes like? I've had liver before. You haven't had a human liver? No, but I mean, I need that to live, Emily. I don't, don't need my placenta to live. I mean, yeah, I think I do. I mean, but like, what if like, what if you're sick or something and like, I want to give you my liver? Well, you can't. I mean, you can't give me the whole thing. That'd be bad. I would rather give you some of it versus eat some of it because that's just me being selfish. Yeah, but it grows back. Like, eventually. I guess, but it's not the same. Well, yeah, you could eat one of your kidneys. I don't think I want to eat one of my kidneys because, like, Emily, what if you need a kidney? I give you my kidney. Well, that's nice. I, I hope I don't need a kidney. I'd rather not need one. Yeah, I I, I, I think I have, I have two pretty good, pretty good kidneys, but, yeah, I mean... Emily, like, if, if you need a kidney, like, just call me up. I, I, I have a good one, you know? Hmm. I haven't had I any know. of those stones yet, so that's I don't good. Know. I don't know if you're first on my list for a kidney. Who would be a first on your list? Your very good personal friend, Chuck Wendig? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Maybe it would give me, like, super cool writing powers or something. Oh, my God. Think of all the fan fictions you'd write with uh, Chuck oh Wendig's God. kidney. Which kidney, the left or the right? By the way, can we please title this episode Chuck Wendig's Kidney? Yeah. Or Chuck Wendig's Magical Writing Kidney? I don't know, either one. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I like thinking that that's where, like, the writing superpowers are stored. In his kidneys? Maybe. But, I mean, yeah. what if it's, like, you know, the left Twix and the right Twix? Like, maybe it's all the same, but also, like, we don't know. You know, like, one of the kidneys could have like his writing powers and then the other kidney could have like the other talented thing that Chuck Wendig is good at. Or like maybe one of the one of them has good writing powers and one of them has evil writing powers. Evil. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Well, it's worth an ask, so Okay. I'll hit him up on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I I can't guarantee you that my kidneys are better than your close personal friend Chuck Windegg's, but yeah, I mean, hopefully one day you won't have to find out. Yeah, I mean, but like, what if I just like wanted one of your kidneys? Could I have it? Like, if I if I just decide ah, it might be fun, then can I have one of your kidneys? No, I only want to give you a kidney if you need it. I'm not, I don't want I don't want to give you I one because you want it. Need what's need? Like that, you're, you're failing in health. There's a lot of gray. There's a lot of gray area with need versus want. Okay, uh, no. If you're sitting in the hospital bed and it's like you know, uh, like Grey's Anatomy or something, and the doctor's like, to for Emily to live, she needs a kidney, and th- like that's when I'd be like, okay, I'll give her my kidney because I want Emily to live. Like, mm-hmm. n- I think that's really the only scenario. That's 
fairly conditional friendship. I don't know how much I appreciate that. Well, why would you want my kidney for? Would you want it to like store it somewhere? Like you want to put it on your work desk? Yeah, just like in case. Yeah, my best friend's kidney. Like you know, is that the new like uh, like charm bracelet for like BFFs, like each other's kidneys? It's just a, like a conversation piece. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it, I can imagine like you being on like a first date or something, and then on the table is like my kidney, and you know you're t- sitting down and just being like, "Is that a kid?" Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. Because it's normal for you know friends to have kidneys in a jar. Kidney. Just in, I'd be in a nice jar. I'd put it in a nice jar. Would there be glitter in it? No, I don't really like glitter. I'm not really a glittery person. Maybe a nice ribbon. Ooh. I could make it like I could put it like in a in a terrarium or something. You could have a little kidney in a jar, but then that little jar would be in a in a terrarium. Maybe there'd be a nice little little turtle guy walking around it. And it'd have oh, a nice little, it'd have a nice little kidney to look at, you know, instead of one of those, how they have like little treasure chests and shit you can put into a fish tank. Put my kidney. Yeah. <gasps> Google eyes. What if I put googly eyes on it? Then can I have your kidney? If you put eyes on it, it has to have a name. Okay. I'll come up with something. Okay. Yeah, we'll rediscuss the conditions if you come up with a name for my googly-eyed kidneys. All right. Gosh, now I wish I would have, like, offered something, like, that I don't need. Like, you know, like, one of my toes or something. Yeah, I don't want a toe. Not Tarantino. Man, you would not know that there has been a new Star Wars series that started since the last time we recorded. Where is the time gone? There were three fucking episodes. Three. Brittany, did you like mm-hmm. Andor? Oh, yeah. Did you? Fucking love it so far. Still slightly worried because Star Wars has done this before where they raise my hopes up and I think, oh, this is actually not bad. I kind of like it. And then it d- turns to fucking shit. But I really liked it. It felt so different. It felt that it wanted to give me a chance. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Well, you know, because it's like, it's a two-way street, you know? Like, you want to put effort in. And it's like, I'm putting my effort because it's like, you know, I'm continuing, you know, on this journey of Star Wars. And that journey of Star Wars, like, came to me, like Paul Hollywood, shook my hand and said, thank you. Your macaroons were delicious. That's how I felt watching this. I would would definitely give Tony Gilroy a handshake for these episodes. I would too, because it just, it, I wish there was something better I could say that it feels different because I've been listening to a lot of reviews of Andor and, you know, a lot of eloquently said, you know, anecdotes of it was this, it was that, but it just feels different and it feels like something that finally excites me in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it feels more trying to think of the way the universe feels more lived in like it feels dirty and dangerous and sad and i really just like the whole idea of it i the, the fact that again within minutes of meeting cassian he just straight up murders some people well, one is probably more like involuntary manslaughter. The second one definitely fucking straight up murders that guy. But I I, I love that they did that to like showing how, how desperate he is and letting your protagonist do something that is 
absolutely morally wrong, which Star Wars does not like to do. Like to the point of re-editing your movies so that the character isn't the first one to shoot. Like that's how much they hate to do this shit in Star Wars. And here they're like, nah, he's just going to kill these guys because he's desperate and he's scared. And that's what he did. And he goes to a space brothel. There's space brothels. In, I mean, I always knew there were space brothels. Obviously there are. But the fact that we get to see it in Star Wars and there's characters having sex, obviously awesome. It's nice knowing that Star Wars fucks. Yes. We all fuck. Like, that's just human nature. Yeah, and the fact one, that... I mean, yeah, some people don't, and that's fine. But... Oh, if, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for no one in the universe to fuck has always been a little bit strange for Star Wars. Yeah, because, you know, asexuality, cool. Totally cool. But, like, everyone in the Star Wars universe, like, a being asexual, like, no way, man. Like, not possible. But I love that yeah these characters you know lived in like you you feel like you're watching these people and you feel like it, it didn't feel like I was watching Star Wars it felt like I was watching some you know drama about you know someone trying to like rebel against or you know just trying to avoid the bad guys and getting out of you know shitty situations because every time Cassian would go up to someone and be like hey man sorry I had your money uh yada 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 I'm gonna get out of this like I felt real I uh I, I loved it, especially when he's talking to the the big alien dude that the guy brought with him as like an enforcer. She's like, dude, you can do better than this. Don't hang out with this guy. He's a creep. Uh, yeah, and just see him try to talk his way out of shit. I loved um, the space buses. Fucking love that. That made me laugh really hard, especially the fact that there is the old dude on the space bus who, like, talks your ear off about shit you don't care about. You see, that's a thing that I'm just the small details like that, that Star Wars, that the galaxy in these three episodes really felt like something that could potentially be real because these past movies and TV shows, we've seen like, you know, the unrealistic, you know, hero saves the day. You know, bad guys do bad things. Like, here it's like, I'm going to ring a couple bells, I'm going to sleep with this guy, and I'm going to go to work. Like, those are just, those are things that we do. And it's cool, like, seeing that in Star Wars. Yeah, and I like that so far. I mean, obviously, the Empire is going to be the bad, bad guys. But I also like this whole corporate you know, factory town kind of feel for your villain for the first couple episodes, I think is is great that it's so... It, it, look, that's not... I mean, obviously, like, we have seen stuff like that in the past with Star Wars. George Lucas has plenty of stuff to say about uh, capitalism. But, I don't know, it just felt so cool here. There, it, it, in some ways, it reminds me of some of the stuff you see in, um, uh, like, once Hearst moves in in Deadwood, like, just the desperation of the people who are working for him. But it's kind of like, well, this is who we work for because it's the only game in town and I would like to not starve to death. I still need to finish. Uh... Yeah, you do. But no, I just, I, I need to, like, we we made fun of people who were, who were talking about how slow burn it was and all that. But also I, I don't understand calling these episodes slow when there is so much character backstory in them. And all of that seems so important and so interesting to me. I never once was looking at the runtime or waiting for something to speed up because I don't know. I would like to know who these characters are as characters and not just see pew, pew, pew space battles. I don't understand when finding out more about a character turn into a slow burn because (laughs) so many shows are like that where the first couple episodes are, you know, getting to know the character, getting to know the environment and yeah, Star Wars is so weird because they just go straight into it. 
you know, like sex on the first date. And Andor is really getting to know us before he fucks our brains out. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, and look. I, I I was sitting there a little bit eager to go, like, I want to see my Mothma. I want to see my Mothma. Where's my Mothma? But I'm fine because there's like 12 episodes. And Cassian's backstory is fascinating so far. This weird sort of Lord of the Flies, only kids, villages living in on this planet for the early parts of his life. This This, you know, mysterious quote-unquote mining disaster or whatever the hell they called it which is obviously like some sort of terrible imperial cover-up and then Fiona Shaw comes in and to not put too fine a point on it kidnaps him Uh, yeah for his own good I guess but takes him away from his family so I can't wait to get more of that filled in because she is some sort of mother figure to him, obviously, and I love that character. Yeah, she's brilliant. I mean, I mean, I always have loved her as an actress. She's amazing, and the character is cool, and I like the droid and his like always losing power and his memory problems. He is a delight. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's stars are just like us. You know, we lose memory and, you know, we have trouble operating sometimes. So it's <gasps> nice to see that in a droid. When Cassian tells him that he's leaving, he, the little droid seemed so sad and I could not deal with it. I thought it was cute when he was trying to tell him to lie. And the droid's like, I can't Aww. lie. I don't have enough power to lie. Was it great? That's, I just like that. I don't know why that made me laugh. I just, it did a lot. And I like, and then we get Stella and Skarsgård coming in. And we're going to get some cool rebellion shit. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be like kind of Cassian's uh, mentor, you know, through his kind of rebellion phase in his life, which... It seems interesting, and I'm not really sure where the show's going to go now that obviously, you know, he's taking Cassian and they're going off-world or off-planet. Yeah, I kind of wonder how much the story of the, like, the um, corporation cop dude who's chasing him is going to continue to be part of the story. Because obviously that guy, you know has a lot of feelings <laughs> so he is sort of this like weird nemesis but also he's he's just some weird corporate security guard guy i can't get over how Hawes kept saying that he looked like gabe from the office because it's so oh i can totally see that true i kept calling him <laughs> space karen yeah, he definitely is a bit. Of, yeah, he's got that. Well, this is just wrong. And so I'm going to, you know, he basically wants to speak to his boss's manager. I want to go above you and I'll go to the manager's manager. I want to go to the galaxy's manager. I did love his boss, though. It was just like, these guys, this guy was a fucking asshole. They were at a brothel, which they weren't supposed to be at. They got into a fight, which they're not supposed to do. How they even have, they weren't even supposed to have enough money to go to that brothel because that's a really nice space brothel. They died. I don't want to have to like go to my bosses and tell them at this meeting I have in an hour that there's two murders of our security. They just, they, they died. It was sad. Leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> <sighs> if only problems went away like that. No. Well, it totally would have, except you have space Karens who ruin that for you. This is why we can't have space. <laughs> I loved the guy who hits the gong in the tower. That guy was great. I like that he psychs himself up to do it. 
it just, I don't know, it felt so layered and rich and there's all sorts of little things in there I want to explore more and I'm also just really excited for tomorrow because we get Mon Mothma I cannot wait yeah I can't wait to get Mon Mothma especially like Mon Mothma and her prime on Coruscant like Mm -hmm. I can't wait for this to turn into a political thriller so bad I'm so excited And especially because Tony Gilroy does political thriller really well. Well, let's just hope that he was able to do this the way that he wanted to. Oh, God. Look, if this this show turns bad like halfway through, I'm going to be devastated. Like Obi-Wan turning me like in the first episodes and then hating it from there on out. That I was that was bad. But I was sort of like, okay, I don't I don't I didn't go into Obi-Wan expecting to love it. So whatever. Boba Fett was pretty disappointing when they decided to become creepy robot Luke for a while. Could have done without that. But if Andor turns shitty, it will break my heart. I don't know. I, I don't think that Tony's going to like add some Jedi or insert Darth Maul here at all or anything. I, I, I think I that he's know. above that. I think he's above that. Whether they let him be above that, I don't know. Obviously, they gave him some freedom because he can like put in a space brothel and some sex. But I don't know how much freedom. They- I don't know if they're going to let him not have a Jedi. And saying shit. Dude, I didn't even notice. I thought it was cool. I'm like, oh, cool. Curse yeah. word, space. However, I did notice. Is it also the first time we've seen urine in Star Wars? Because we see that little hound piss on little droid guy. And I thought, I don't think we've ever seen anybody piss in Star Wars before. I don't think so either. It's one of the first things we see. Interesting. And the shit is the last thing we see. But, I don't know. I think that's fine. I think that if you would have asked me, like, a couple years ago, like, if if there was cursing in Star Wars, I'd be like, no, but fuck me five years ago. Like, who gives a shit? Also, it's 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 the word shit. It's not it's not like anybody gets called a cunt or anything like that. Nobody's, not yet. They're, they're not Deadwood. <laughs> nobody's nobody's saying motherfucker or anything like that. Oh. Shit is such a my. That's so mild. I just can't believe it took what like forty five years for any sort of curse word to be in Star Wars. I'm just interested. Yeah. I mean, it seems appropriate. Like, I feel like if anybody is going to be cursing, it's this show. That's yeah, true. I can't imagine like Obi-Wan being like, oh, it's fucking over. I can't have the high ground. <laughs> <sighs> but no. I got, oh, I got, as soon as this we were done recording. I got to remember to go on Twitter and mute and or because I won't be able to watch it until tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to know anything at all. I know. I want to see Ma and Mothma and her spouse, I guess. Because that was one of the things that was like mentioned offhandedly in one of the interviews. You see, she fucks too. Yeah. Of course she does. Have you seen her? God damn. Yeah. We got space underwear. (laughs) We saw Bix's really cute brown panties. (laughs) You would get panties in Star Wars. You see, I would like that. You know, she's putting back on her pants because, you know, she had sex the night before. I'm like... Yeah, girl. I'm not sure if I'd fuck Tim, but, you know, you liked him, so. Yeah. I mean, she didn't know that he was a, you know. A fucking narc. A little fucking narc. A fucking jealous narc. I don't, I can even, I can, I can excuse the, the jealousy. And I could even excuse the narking if it weren't, like, that narking. Like, it was just, 
he had said something to somebody and but I don't care what it is you don't you don't go narking to your corporate overlords that's that's some whoa shit right there that's not even like normal police would be bad enough but corporation police come on man Tim's head head was in the clouds or something I mean it wasn't even worth it because he fucking died at the end for what Well, at least you got to have sex first. Yeah, that's true. It was probably like like too good of sex that he deserved too. I mean, maybe he's good because I feel like she wouldn't be with him if it, if if he was mediocre. She wouldn't. I don't think she'd waste her time on that. I think that was a first sexual encounter. Hmm. I thought it was more that was just sort of their thing. No, I think that. It was a first time fuck. Because he was watching her as she was asleep. And that's not normal after a first time. After the, you know, first time. Like, that's a first time thing. And a serial killer thing. So maybe it's good that he's dead. Because he would have <laughs> killed her probably. No. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm excited to get more backstory for young Cassian. And his family. Because um, obviously he still has his sister to find. I, and I just kind of want to know more about whatever the fuck it is that happened on his planet. I want to know why they're so interested about him and his planet. Like they must have done some something really fucked up to like want to eliminate the evidence. Yeah, that they're too, that the like, the, that um, Fiona Shaw's like, nobody can ever know what planet you're from. That's, that means they did something bad. Because it's not like, it's not like, Brittany, nobody can ever know that you're from California. You are now from Nevada. We can tell all your friends you're from Nevada. Yeah, California's bad. They put bad things in California, like high gas prices and Disneyland. They were saying that the eye of the hurricane, Ian, was going to be between Epcot and Universal Studios Orlando. And I can't get that out of my head. It's it's looking really bad. Um, I know. Hopefully anybody we know who is in Florida has gotten to a safe place because that shit can turn really scary real fast. Yeah, just, you know, if you're listening and you're from Florida, keep us posted thoughts to you because that's that's difficult. You know, natural disasters are fucking I mean, I mean, God damn, like the 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 pictures and the the video coming out of of, uh, Puerto Rico is just uh, sort of I can't wrap my head around it. I can't either. Gosh, that and, you know, wildfire weather. Like, I feel like I'm always, like, checking to see if, like, there's a fire near us. Because it's fire season right now. And that's always scary. Especially around, like, October. I feel like it's always the worst during October. Mm. Bad. No. I mean, that's, thankfully, the one thing we don't have out here is fires. Yeah. Fires are shitty. Because, you know, the difference between an hour, you know... You're making dinner, and then an hour later, like, you're packing up your life and putting it in your car and hoping that you're going to come back to your home. Like, it's horrible. And, you know, your experience with floods, too, how, you know, you just woke up and everything was just, you know, underwater, basically. Like, that's just horrific. Yeah, it's not fun. Don't, Don't like water. Yeah. Don't enjoy that at all. a bummer but i do enjoy andor it was good yeah andor was really good i i'm weary but i'm happy i i was i was interested because you know seeing obi-wan after so many years and seeing him on the show like it was really hard for me to adjust 
Um, but seeing Andor again, like, it didn't take too long for me. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I don't care that he's dead. Like, I'm finding out more about Cassian. So that's cool. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited to see where this goes. And I'm super excited to get to, to spend some time in the Senate and all the intrigue that's going to happen there. Fingers crossed for some Jimmy Smiths. I just kind of am assuming that Jimmy Smith is in this show. So if he's not, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. I mean, he has to be. Like, I was just about to ask, like, since, like, Palpatine's still, like, a high figure in the Senate, do you think that we'll get, like, a Palpatine appearance? I, I don't know. Maybe. I kind of, I don't really want to. I'd rather just him be mentioned. Like, if they're all talking about him. Or it's just sort of, like, see him just to, like, you know, walking by. I'd be more okay with that. Scary fuck. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind some sort of hollow net announcement or something, you know, where he's doing some political speech about how great everything is in the Empire. That I'd be okay with. Yeah, I'd be okay with that, too. Like, I, I'm not sure how, like, a cameo cameo would go over, but... I mean, if it were up to me, we would have no Force users, but I don't know why, like, I totally forgot that Palpatine was, like, a Force user when he's, like, probably, like, one of the most, like, powerful Force users. Yeah, but I feel like I def absolutely do not want to see him using the Force. Oh, God. I don't want to see anybody using the Force. I think Tony's better than that. Oh, God, I hope so. I just don't think he has any interest in that at all. I don't think so either, which is good. I I don't need Jedi. Yeah, definitely not. No Jedi. I do need some fucking macaroons, though. I want a raccoon macaroon. The fact that this motherfucker has a baking tattoo of a raccoon. I'm sold. And he makes raccoon macaroons that were actually they good. They look good, too. Those yo-yo ones. I'd fuck those up. Like, that was really smart because you didn't have to do, like, an incredibly different shape or anything because it's a yo-yo. But they still looked cool and interesting and were fun. Yeah, that's genius. Like, it's something that doesn't take too much thought and something that you don't have to focus so much on, like, decoration. Like, you know, poor, uh, I forgot what her name was when she was doing those fucking carrots. Like, she had no time to decorate. So, like, they just looked like little shits. Little orange shits. They were probably good shits. Yeah, no, go and get you in the shape was smart. We have a lot of good bakers. Yeah. So when when the directions say feathering, like I don't think about putting oh an God. actual fucking feather. Like I think of like the actual act. Okay. Well, yeah, but if English isn't your first language. Oh, that's right. And you've not heard you've not heard the term feathering as a decorative there's no way you would know what that meant. Oh, that's a bummer. That just makes me sad now thinking about that. I can't believe I didn't think about that. And that chick's feathers looked really good. They were a beautiful feather. Oh, yeah. Hers were, hers were very good. Yeah. I just, I can't believe. Because we talk about how helpful people are in this show. I can't believe one of the other contestants wasn't just like, Okay, I gotta step in here because that is not what feathering is. Well, I think because it was so last minute, because I think that they were doing it like, you know, five, like 10 minutes before they had to be done with everything. So I think that they were so no, focused. True. And especially, too, like it was a weird, uh, I forgot like what the, the challenge was, but it was a weird challenge. Like, you know, they did all the shit with the berries, then the dough, and then the chocolate. Like, that's a lot. And especially like not knowing how to do something. Like, I'd be flustered as fuck. So I wouldn't be thinking to look over and saying, oh, they're making feathers. Yeah, true. But no, like I was like, at first I'm like, 
what are you thinking? And then I'm like, oh yeah, like if you had just not heard that term, it's not an obvious leap to make. I still would have eaten them though. That That's more white chocolate for me. I love white chocolate. So that's a win for me. Yeah, there you go. Looking on the bright side of things. When's bread week? I don't know. I always love bread week. Bread week is fun. Cake week was fun too. You know, I, I still think about those red velvet cakes. I'm not a huge red velvet fan. This cookie shop I like to go to has like a really good like red velvet cookie and it's pink. No, it's purple. It's very good. And I haven't had it in a while, which is probably for the best, but it's not for the best because it's very good. Mm. Anything else? No, we talked about hot uncles. Well, the lack of hot uncles. We just saw dad, sad dad uncle in Game of Thrones. We talked about Andor. Nothing else really going on in Star Wars other than them releasing some holiday black series figures. Um, yeah. I might get a couple of those. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I want the all-white Wookiee, and I want the um, the Scout Trooper with the little Christmas sweater with the Baby Yoda on it that has the Baby Yoda in the Christmas sack. No. But I think that's a GameStop exclusive, which is annoying. That's, that's the annoying thing is there's, I think, six of them, and each was an, is an exclusive to a different store. Why do they do that? Like, no one wants to go to GameStop anymore. Oh, and my, that's the fire alarm going off because my roommate can't use the oven. So now it's probably a good time to stop. All right. You know where to listen to us. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go It's time to serenade my girl Lindo Sorry the ladies where I had to say no But if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto No shame in the game Make even Rogue One seem tame But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main Yeah, that's fire Love on the rocks, leaves the love on my socks Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked Especially when y'all truly whips out his cock Canto bite Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E&B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches, all my Canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch With Canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his O-face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brews Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fushi Dude I didn't forget This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches All my Canto bitches Rabia and Adele Often email the show I cut a track on them trolls With Johnny Grosso Jesse McGee Busted a rap for me Met her and horse B at scum and villainy King Tom Death Watch The most regal of fathers Got to behold The luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time So I shout a Raj too You know the list Ain't complete without Lesson Boo This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches All my Canto bitches. Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame. You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs. Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic, where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick. Spread the word. Maybe buy a t-shirt. I don't know. Maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts. Take your CBD, send in your top three, and you'll always be a bitch like me. Get him, Eric.